Welcome to I Am Ready, a podcast where we have tough and meaningful conversations based on the real-life experiences we're all going through, where women everywhere are reminded how magnetic and special they are, even when they doubt it, where we can all feel safe, heard, and understood as we explore the ups and downs of life. Here, we will learn, grow, and become our ideal selves together. So if you're ready to be poured into, reminded how powerful you are, and given that nudge to step into your boldness, then you've come to the right place. You ready? Let's do this. We are back and plug in right along with these weekly episodes. Really happy to have you back. Fair warning, I'm going to get a little feisty today because there is like a a message that I just, I think about often and find myself for some reason holding back and not sharing. I also will say I've re-recorded this because in listening to my original attempt, I was downplaying my passion about what I'm about to say. So I really pride myself in doing my very best to try to lead by example uh, and practice what I preach. And that means that if I am talking to a lot of women and working with women on helping them feel so vibrant and alive and bold and step into all of the like crazy goodness that they have to offer, I need to do the same. So the little bit of context is all before I just really get into it is the why that this message has been um, percolating or I have been feeling it uh, in, in thinking about it more and more is because with the experiences of being a therapist and now a coach, I have a new kind of appreciation for the process that people go to, go through when they identify that something is troubling or, or problematic in their life, right? They're willing to say like, this is something I'm having a hard time with. From that point until the point that they, you know, make the decision and start to take some action to do something about it. As a therapist in the clinic, oftentimes I may, you know, it's after the fact that I learned how somebody got to me, right? They're already in my office. We've already gotten started. I see the referral form, you know, whatever, where it says how someone, you know, got to me. If it was a doctor referral or a social worker or a friend or they Googled it or whatever, right? And in coaching here, I just have a lot more conversations with a lot more people. And I'm really happy to see, at least in my corner of the social media world or in the community that I'm creating, that people are feeling more and more comfortable being willing to acknowledge the heart in their life. That I think that hopefully we are inching our way as a society of getting rid of this um, suck it up, get over it culture 
there is a time and a place where we need a little bit of that in our life, where we need to take messy action and find ways to really persevere through something. And yet, I think there's a way to do it that's much more real and authentic than than just this suck it up mentality. So I'm really happy to see, again, at least in my corner of, of the world, there's more of a willingness for people to just talk about the hard things and to seek connection and realize that they are not alone. Their struggles don't make them flawed or, you know, a burden. Um, and it doesn't mean their whole life is in shambles. It just means like there's an increased willingness to say like, these are the things that I struggle with. These are my, you know, you get the picture. I have a new appreciation though for, because I'm having more of these conversations, I see this willingness for people to acknowledge the things that are really difficult in their life and the gap between that and the doing something about it. Now the doing something about it could look a million different ways, right? It could be talking with your doctor. It could be seeking, you know, couples counseling or family counseling. It could be getting a gym membership, um, reworking your budget, uh, making dietary changes. I mean, like literally whatever, you know, because the things that are hard for people are sort of limitless, right? And very unique. This, I'm gonna use the word solution. The solution can be a million different possibilities. And there's just this gap. So I'm, I'm just more aware, or it's bringing me back to remembering that there is this, this process that people go through from kind of problem identification to seeking a solution. Sometimes the solution really isn't a lot of doing necessarily, but still there's this gap or there's this process that people go through. And in this process uh, is where people can get really stuck and focused on the barriers. The barriers are real. You know, we all have them to different degrees and it all depends on, again, whatever the struggle or the stressor in our life is, right? Like, Someone saying, I don't, I don't have enough money to go get this service um, or to say, I don't, I live in a really small town and we don't really have access to, you know, certain providers or things. And I'd have to drive a really long way, um, you know, to get somewhere to get some help and things like this. Right. Or um, I am really disconnected, um, afraid, not in a good spot with my partner. And I really don't think it's safe to talk with them right now about these things. Like there are very real barriers. So please hear me when I say this, but as I am again, having more and more conversations and really starting to think about the process that people go through this, like contemplation process, right. Of like, identify there's a problem in my life. I recognize that it's, it's time for me to do something about it, but people get really stuck in just the, yeah, but here's the barrier. Yeah, but here's why I can't. Yeah, but this is why it's too hard. Yeah, but that's possible for other people, but not for me. And that gets like a fire in me, the yeah, buts. Partially because I can probably look back at other stages of my life and really appreciate them because I lived them and I was stuck there, you know, like I can, I can remember other stages of my life that there was just a lot of defense mechanisms trying to keep me safe. There was a lot of excuses. 
there was a lot of fear uh, and all of those kinds of things kept me stuck in my problems and, and truly kept me suffering and miserable, truly. So I think that this conversation gets me fiery because I've been there, I've lived it, and it's, it is, it's miserable. It is miserable. Well, it's for me. I can't speak for everybody, obviously, but it's, it's a very miserable feeling to just feel like you are swirling. Like there is this, there's this sort of eagerness to want to do something like knowing that things can't continue in this way. And yet those defenses and those excuses and the fear and all the, all the barriers are so strong that you're just idle. You're just swimming in more of the same. And it can be a really lonely place. It can be a really overwhelming place to be. Um, and I don't wish it on anyone, you know, again, some of this is life. We're going to have these periods of time. There are real barriers. So throughout this, please don't lose sight of me saying that the barriers are real. I'm not saying they're made up. I'm not saying they're, you know, lame. I'm not, there's no judgment about when, when they're, when I'm hearing and seeing people stuck in that, like, I just keep yeah, butting all my problems or yeah, butting all the solutions or options out there for me. There is no shade. There is no judgment. This is a real tough place to be that plenty of people will find themselves in throughout their life. So it gets me fiery because I've been there and I don't wish it on anyone. It also gets me fiery because I know that for some people and in some situations, I can help. And if it's not me, that there are resources, there are people, there are solutions, there is hope. And so it, it gets me fiery because I so badly just want to like get in there and hug someone or like shake them up a little bit. And, and this is, this is the message. This is going to be the theme of that. I'm going to say with some, some passion and some feistiness, but like, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? to know how much some people are struggling, to, to know what that pain feels like, to know what the loneliness feels like, to know what the overwhelm and the fear and to know what that feels like. And, to, and yes, those, those obstacles are very real, but like you are, you are worth figuring out the barriers. You are worth doing whatever it takes to get some relief, to get some hope back, to feel closer and closer towards yourself instead of just sort of wallowing in problems or stress or, or chaos, right? Like you guys are so damn worth it. Every single person. And I'm not going to go on a big tangent here today about it, but I know that there are very real things that for women in particular, we are taught, we are modeled, we are straight up told sometimes that we, we are conditioned in a lot of ways, big system picture, small 
everyday relationship picture, but like we're told we're overreacting a lot. We're told we're um, emotional a lot. We're told we're supposed to be taking care of everybody else, but ourselves a lot. And we should love it. We're told that, you know, a good wife, a good partner, a good mom should be really self-sacrificing and should really just love having her life centered around helping everyone around her. And those kinds of messages can often get into our, I don't matter enough. It's not a big deal. I'm overreacting. It can start to build these beliefs in women that keep them stuck and questioning and doubting themselves or else still sacrificing their own wants and needs for everybody else. You know, I once, I once had someone tell me um, they couldn't fathom spending a certain amount of money on themselves because that would be like swimming lessons for their kids. And, you know, bless that woman for, for wanting her kids to have, you know, good experiences like swimming lessons. I I'm all for it, but it literally broke my heart to be like, why are swimming lessons more important than you? And it doesn't even matter what the thing is. If it's money, if it's time, if it's energy, like it doesn't matter. Why is everyone else's needs so much more important than you? And this doesn't have to be just in pain and suffering. This could just be like, I just want to go have some fun. I want a break. I want some joy in my life. I want, you know, friendship and, and time to myself. Like it could be good, good things rather than, you know, it's not just problems and suffering, but like, what are you waiting for? For you to finally put yourself at the top of that damn priority list and give yourself so much love and compassion and understanding and time and energy and money that you give to everybody else. Like truly, what are you waiting for? When I said that those, those barriers are real, they are. But if, if we use, you know, the budget as an example, because it's a common one, unfortunately for far too many people, again, I've been there, Saying that it's the budget, to me, is kind of that like surface level automatic response, kind of like, let me tell you what you want to hear a little bit, or like the safe thing to say. Meaning it's something you're going to hear lots of people say, right? That, that they just don't have the money for whatever. It's sort of a safe response in some ways. And what I'm, what I'm asking you to go with, with this question and with this like conviction that I hope you're hearing in my voice is I'm asking you to take it, take it a step further to say, why is it worth it to put the energy into figuring out your budget to make sure your kids get what they want or need, but you don't do the same for yourself? What is that? What is that? There is a way in a lot of situation, situations and circumstances, there is a lot of, there often is a, a way to have the best of both worlds. Trying, you know, I'm not saying 
take all this stuff for you and in in a neglect or in a in a by pouring into you you're somehow supposed to be taking from the people that you love that's not what i'm saying but there is such a dis- disproportionate you guys i am so fired up i can't even talk there's such a disproportionate like it is way out of whack <laughs> it's for so many women in particular it is not an even distribution of the willingness to put in the effort to figure it out to rework the budget to make the time to whatever to put that same energy into yourself that you put into everyone else because there are barriers i bet there's barriers for kids in swimming lessons the budget could be a barrier the timing of it needing to arrange a ride but why are you willing to arrange a ride to get your kid to swimming lessons and find a way to make that work in the budget which means you are taking away something for yourself at your expense, but it would never be the other way around. And that never, I just am getting feisty, so I'm, <laughs> but do I know that someone listening to this feels this in their bones that nine times out of 10, they end up sacrificing that something that would matter and is meaningful and is something that really pours into them in the name of these limiting beliefs and this conditioning that they're not worth it or someone else or something else is more important, that they're supposed to be a certain way or that other people's needs are more important than theirs. And, and it's just false, 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 false. I want to give my kids the world, but not at the sacrifice of my well-being. What good does it do for my kids to have these experiences and these things and these opportunities if I'm a wreck, if I'm a basket case, if I'm a mess because I'm so unfulfilled? What is the point in that? What good does it do to make sure that my partner is like happy and content and I take care of so many things to take it off their plate if in the inside I'm frustrated and burnt out and bitter because my needs aren't getting met and, and it's because I'm not putting them on the table. I'm not raising my hand or putting my foot down to say, I can't do this anymore. Enough is enough. I have to do some things to take care of me. So when is enough enough? What are we waiting for? A lot of times I also stop to think right now that like in there, in the therapeutic setting, people are coming in. And a big difference is like, they're at a point where whatever they're coming in for is reaching like clinical levels, which means whatever symptoms or stressors, whatever they're dealing with has reached a point that it is affecting enough parts of their life. For example, I have, my depression has gotten so bad that my depression is affecting my daily living because I'm not able to like do my basic hygiene, my eating and sleeping are horrible. And I'm not even able to like get up to like take care of the basic needs of like my house, you know, that kind of thing. It's affecting me at work because I'm not performing where I should be. I'm missing deadlines. I'm forgetting things. It's affecting my relationships because my husband and I are on the brink of separation. And, um, I don't, I haven't talked to any friends in six months and half the things that I used to really enjoy doing, I don't enjoy it all anymore. Like, right. You get the picture. 
when people are coming into therapy, oftentimes their symptoms and stressors are at the point where it's reaching clinical significance and affecting multiple parts of their life. Why are we waiting for that? And when I, when I say this, like immediately what pops into my brain is I, I could fire off a million reasons. And, and so I have, again, the empathy and the understanding. And I know that we truly like these things of like, I'm not worth it. I'm overreacting. Other people are more important. I know that you guys listening that are, are resonating with this. I know you feel that in your bones. I know that feels so true that you can't, you can't get past it. But, but I think my sort of my plea, my, my cry here and my passion comes from like, we don't have to wait till it gets that far. We don't have to keep living a lifestyle where we just continually perpetuate and, and follow this conditioning to the point where we are so unhappy, to the point where things are clinically significant. We don't have to have such strong shame and guilt and blame over things because we have been just trying our very best to stuff them aside and pretend they're not there for years. We don't have to wait for something to get so hard or bad that we are talking ourselves into doing nothing about it. You know what I mean? I cannot stress this enough that no one person is more important than you. And I'm not here to say that you are more important than everyone else around you, but I am, I am not going to ease up on reminding everyone of this. And I'm not going to ease up to say like, you are equal to everyone around you, your wants, your needs, your desires matter, and they aren't second, third, or fourth in line. We all know that, yes, there are going to be temporary times and circumstances for, yes, okay, I can't go indulge in this thing. There is a bill that needs to be, you know, like I, I'm, I'm, I know that there are very real times, right? If you had someone with significant health issues and they're in the hospital and yeah, you're not going to go get to have like a girl's night probably because you were tending to a you know, significant illness, right? I know there are times and circumstances that what I'm saying doesn't apply, but I am talking about the theme of your life. And for the, the theme of a lot of women right now in my world is, yes, I am struggling with loneliness. I'm struggling with isolation. I'm struggling with self-worth. I'm struggling with, you know, relationships. I'm struggling with, um, self-criticism and contempt. I'm struggling with the symptoms of, you know, repressed trauma. I am struggling, but here's all the reasons I can't do anything about it. And that's just false. For a lot of people, when, when, their defenses are winning. The excuses are winning. The barriers are, are keeping them stuck. This is where a lot of people come in and they talk about regrets. Regrets in some cases are inevitable. Some people say they don't believe in regret. I think there's different degrees of it. Um, again, another conversation for another day, but a lot of people come to regret. And, you know, it's kind of like, 
why did I wait so long to take care of my body until an injury or an illness or something happened where I couldn't, you know, do my normal things for me to appreciate what I was capable of, you know, like, what was I waiting for to prioritize my health and and why waiting until now it's, it's at a point where it's significantly compromised. Now I appreciate it. Now I wish I would have done this sooner. I would have wished that I would have taken those steps to start to figure out how to exercise or work on my nutrition. It's the same thing. Why am I waiting? What am I waiting for in my marriage? What am I waiting for in my career? What am I waiting for, for my happiness to be a priority in my life? We don't want to get to the point where there's significant traumas that happen from it, or you, you know, like you just suffice, you just settle in like, well, this is just as good as it's going to get. Bullshit. No, no. I don't know if there's more to say on this, <laughs> but it, it is just something that I, I literally feel in my bones and the energy, like the, I have like this buzzy electric stuff in me. I feel like I could scream. I feel like I could swear a whole lot more. Um, it could bring me to tears because it like, I, I genuinely believe this and I'm not naive. I'm not like toxic positivity. I'm not overly optimistic. I am just a firm believer and it is sort of, I guess my mission is the way, but like my life's purpose is to really, really remind and push women through the conditioning, through the past experiences and through the barriers to just like put their foot down, whether it's for other people or put their foot down to themselves and just be like, damn it, I matter. I matter just as much as every other person. I am worth having fun and feeling joy and having some relief and breathing easier and feeling supported and nurtured and cared for in the same way that I pour to, to everybody else in my life. I deserve to have people check on me as much as I check on and worry about everyone else in my life. And I don't have to wait anymore. I think I said it in like my intro episode or whatever, the trailer, I, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I said this on here so far already, but like in a, in a therapy I did in the clinic that one of the like main foundational beliefs was like, you may not have caused all your own problems and you are the only one who can do anything about them. And, and that is sort of that conviction and that fieriness and that feistiness that can come out in me is when life and circumstances and conditioning and traumas and all these things can make us feel so helpless and so unimportant. We just settle and believe it and, and stay stuck. And I feel like my sort of, again, purpose in what I'm doing is to like break through that and be like, no, you are powerful enough. There are resources, there are people and things and, and services that want to help you because you are the only one 
that can start this process and do something about whatever you're going through in your life. There are people like me that want to support you and, and guide you and give you a ton of resources that you don't have to stay in this stuck and uh, helpless or overwhelmed or, or whatever it is. You don't have to stay where you are. Many people desire more. They crave more or different than what they have right now. And why not you? Why not pursue those things? We don't have to wait around for other people to change. They likely won't. But that's on them, right? If this is relationship stuff, if this is career stuff that's going on in your life, if it's parenting even, right? We cannot wait or solely rely on like, well, I'll get my kid in these things and hope my kid will change. Well, if your kid needs support, great. If your partner needs, you know, different things, his or her own time and space and energy, like that person has got to do that person and take care of that person. You have got you. And we just don't have to wait around for circumstances to get convenient, for things to get easier, for someone to give us permission. I don't know. Maybe you need some of those things. And, and I guess maybe I hope this episode gives you some of that then. Like, I'm, I'm focusing on and keep repeating this question that says like, what are you waiting for? And I really want you to like sit with it for a second. Like be real with yourself. Yes, there are like level one barriers, again, budgets, time, schedules. There are real things that would take some problem solving to figure out. True. Where I want you to sit with yourself and be really real and honest with yourself is like, what am I waiting for to put in the effort and the energy to solve those problems and make it happen then? Because that is where the real barrier is. That is where the real sticking point is. You are worth the effort and energy to figure out schedules to get yourself to something fun. You are worth the effort and energy to sit down and crunch the numbers of your budget to pay for a gym membership or a therapist or a coach. You are worth the effort and energy to have maybe an uncomfortable conversation with your partner or someone in your life to say, I'm not okay, and this is more of what I'm needing. Please hear me say that there are people and services and offers and opportunities all over the place that want nothing more than to help you get what you desire and deserve so you can get out of this stuck place that, and I say stuck, it might, again, it might be lonely, it might be overwhelmed, it might be pain, it might be, you know, suffering. My word was miserable. I was miserable. And my denial was so strong that I like wouldn't acknowledge it for the life of me for a really long time. Enough is enough. I personally, if you feel a connection to me, if you feel like what I'm saying really hits home and you want to talk with me about what it could look like 
to work together, I would love that. If you hear this and it at least sparks you to like, I am gonna, you know, I need something, but I don't, I don't know if it's you, I don't know if it's coaching, but I think it could be this. I'm I will happily point you to other people that I know about that might be the best fit. Right? It, it's not, it's about getting you in motion towards what you desire and you deserve. If you think it could be working with me, I have a variety of things. I have a week-long clarity call package. So it's a Zoom session, you get the recording, and then you've got me on standby for coaching for the rest of the week in case things come up. I've got my pre-recorded, it's a course that you can walk yourself through some modules. Again, start this work and start this process of going from like this, just settling in this fine and this stuckness to like, I fucking matter. I matter. And, and there is a version in me that is ready to bust out. And I want to get back in touch with her. My she is worthy course is available. I will link these things in the show notes. Um, but that's like a self-led walk yourself through some things, but uh, this episode is coming out at the end of March through the, through the month of April, I'm going to have a group boxer container. So as you have questions, as you have <clears throat> insights and awareness, if you feel stuck and something just isn't clicking, you have community, you have validation, you have me for standby coaching for the month of April, as you're going through these, like the, the steps in the, in the modules uh, individually on your own. I have longer term packages that could be bi-weekly. It could be weekly. Again, I, I always use, you know, Zooms as our way of, of like having our sessions, but then Boxer and the standby, because I want to be able to help support you in those moments where, you know, a conflict is happening and you want help getting through it. When your system is so overloaded and your emotions are strong and you need support kind of working through them and moving that energy. Um, when your, your negative self-talk is so strong that it's just convincing you to go back to like the safety net of just settling and doing nothing and, and convincing yourself that you're not worth it, I want to be there on standby to help you through those moments. So for three months or six months, I have a lot of different packages at like a bi-weekly and weekly. So I, I have resources. I have Voxer only. If you just want to be able to talk back and forth and you don't think you need the Zoom sessions, like I have resources with myself, if you think that working with me is the right next step. Again, if it's not me, totally fine. I am happy to be a connector to other um, people, providers, services, and offers that are a better fit. Please just reach out. You are worth it. You don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to wait any longer. Whew. Told you I was going to get a little feisty today. There may be more of this, right? I feel like I um, this this format is going to let me just really speak <laughs> what I see, what I have to say, my perspective, the help, support, and change I want to see in the world. So more to come, friends. <laughs> okay, I believe in you. You matter. I am ready for you. And I really want to help you push through where you can stand up to say like, I am ready. Enough is enough. I am ready. So I'll leave you with that. See you next week, everyone.
you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to this episode. I know your days are full and there are a million ways that you could be spending your precious time. So just know that you choosing to be here with me doesn't go unnoticed. If you don't want to miss another chance to prioritize yourself and refuel that cup, then hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a thing. The best way to spread these messages is to share, rate, and review these episodes. I want this podcast to support and nourish you through whatever you're going through in life. Please reach out to me on Instagram at any time at Megan M. Colsing. I'd love to hear from you because my mission is to help support and guide you to that magical and fulfilling life that you deserve. And in case nobody's told you yet today, you matter and you're doing a great job. See you next week.